Fuck. Sorry. I, my friend just sent me a link to a news article, and the headline was, uh, was Biden rolls out full-scale wartime coronavirus strategy. And then he said, how is this wartime? And I clicked on it. It's like, included requiring masks on some planes, trains, and buses. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fucking war plan. Some (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, dude, I got a fucking. Are we all recording? Yeah, dude, I got a healthy. I got a healthy dose of mental illness yesterday. Oh Um, no, it was awesome. No, dude, I was on like the Donald Dot Win for like seven hours. <laughs> you know, I was seeing some like real psychosis. Like that shit's awesome. Then I went to the Great Awakening dot when. Like, I don't oh. think I know what these are. So you know the Donald, the subreddit. Yes. Well, um, that got banned like three years ago, and they said, "But we still want it." So they made like a Reddit clone called Dot Win. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and they they've been going strong, and some of those like posts are like so fucking like choice like. Uh, Mr. Mr. President, like, please tell us where to go now. Like, shit like that. <laughs> uh, one was really good, and it's like, it's like when he, when, in his farewell video, when he said, uh, when he said, like, have a nice life or something, like, uh, every woman and child in my living room burst into tears. And we're <laughs> stuffy British people. We're not even American. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like... That's crazy, dude. Uh, that's that's wild. And then the Great Awakening is like that's like full Q shit. Like that's full Q. Like that. Like the Donald wasn't as entertaining because they've given up. But one really good post on the Great Awakening dot win was like, remember when I said if Biden got inaugurated, I'd lose hope. That was the title. Then the then the con then the con the uh like the 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 text of the post was, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I might have to look at these later. Dude, it's fucking. I'm having, I'm having, it's, it's healthy. It honestly made me feel worse about most things. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One was like, they're supposed to be inaugurated at noon. These, uh, these inaugurations are illegal. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Uh, (sighs) Time dot is. Yeah, I have pulled up. Oh my god, my video's not up. I feel so selfish. (laughs) (sighs) What's the new? Are we all recording? Yep. Yep. We want to clap at uh, 40? Sounds good. Oh, my bad. I was a second off. Okay. <laughs> uh, like, how bad? I definitely, like, literally, I think my hand hit on 41. That's tragic. You know what? <laughs> Do you want to go at 15? Sure. Let's go at 10. <laughs> Let's go at 10. Let's go at 10. All right. Okay, cool. That's good. I think that's good. This is heat. This is fire. Um, 
What episode are we on? Uh, let me guess. 47. Okay, I was going to say 46. I'm glad I didn't guess. <laughs> I am Brian Woods. I am Jake Mosier. I am Zach Kohlenstein. We have returned after a long stretch of uh, infrequent episodes. Things just kept going wrong. I went to my girlfriend's house. I said, okay, I'll mail my desktop here. Um, it broke. It just broke in shipping. Uh, the motherboard flew out of it. The 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 graphics card uh, came out of the socket and then just slammed around in there and broke the motherboard. So I had to get a bunch of new parts, which is fine. Uh, I got like upgrades and stuff. Uh, how was everyone's, um, you know, what, whatever the fuck. What's happened since the last one went up? <laughs> uh, dude, I don't know, man. I, I, I Christmas. Am, Christmas. I don't know. Yeah. We recorded that a while ago. Yeah, I'm, I could not tell you yeah. when we recorded it. The, the I me- think it was right before Christmas. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're back though. I'm excited to finally get recording and editing like normal again. I missed my workspace. Uh, I was recording in on a couch. Um. But we're back, and we will be doing our uh, best things of the year, whatever that may mean to to you. It's really, it's really the things we met along the way, and then what we're most <laughs> anticipated for. Um, oh shit! I'd like we're to doing that too. I, I'd like to apologize to you guys. I know you guys kept asking questions in the chat. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> all I do, all I do, is play video games uh, and watch old anime with Madison. Uh, and I've wiped my entire brain of all video games but 13 Sentinels, uh, Aegis Rim, <laughs> just to hold on to that knowledge. So I don't quite know uh, what's happened this year, uh, but I've got a list of my own. Uh, let's go with um, best uh, best moment. So let's, let's try to figure out best moment of the year. I would like to nominate... Um, <laughs> Joe Biden breaking his leg, like having sex with his dog or something. Like, did he slip in the shower? I don't quite remember. That's my number one. Jake, the best moment the, of the year. The the, the the dog. Wait a minute. What? He, Joe Biden he like was playing with his dog or something and just shattered his entire uh, bone structure or something. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, that yeah. happened. Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> At Is a certain he, age, you're too old to you know play with a dog. Yeah, you know, I just don't know why you do that. Jake, what's your number? What 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 are you nominating here? Uh, gonna have to go with the story about the uh, anti-gay Hungarian politician who resigned after being caught in a 25-man orgy. Zach, what are you going for? Um, it's hard to beat that. Um, <laughs> that the fact that they went to that uh, landscaping place instead of the actual Four Seasons Hotel for yeah, that press like conference. Yeah, that was good. Like these stories, like Giuliani like, or whatever. Yeah, what a, what a clown. He had a rough month or two there. <laughs> yeah, remember when he like farted on Mike? That's pretty I good did, too. I did remember, write down just when his he was name. Flirting with like a sixteen-year-old, what he thought was like a sixteen-year-old reporter. Or yeah, whatever. that's pretty good. You know, you kind of think about Giuliani and like all I needed to do was like be the nine eleven guy and die, but <laughs> he just stuck around and kept uh, kept doing stuff. Um, I think I'm gonna abstain from this one. The the dog thing. Here's here's the difference here. Your two stories that get me like kind of excited in different ways the biden story does not get me excited it doesn't <laughs> not, not spark joy i'm gonna have to give it to uh the orgy um the orgy is hard to beat the orgy is a constant uh a constant contender in these uh debates every year <laughs> what i mean what do you do after you get exposed for that where do you go from there uh be free and uh 
fucking do more. I would do more orgies. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to not invite me back, right? <laughs> they didn't invite <laughs> me for being a, They didn't invite me because I was a, uh, a guy pretending to be straight and hating gay people. You know what I mean? They, they invited <laughs> me because I wanted true. a dickin'. I, th- I think. I think. I, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm back. <laughs> People are saying I'm back. I think I'm back. So if I'm that guy, I'm, go- I'm going back and I'm having more sex. <laughs> I mean, valid. I I think I'd do the same. If yeah. I was in his shoes. Yeah, like nothing, nothing fucking well, you gets you over. Point. Nothing gets you over your last job like a new job, right? Like my old job, like. Minister, new job, king of gay sex. That's fine. The king, <laughs> the king, the of, king gay of gay sex. sex. <laughs> the Hungarian king of gay sex. It's fine. You know, it's a new job. Okay. You know, I know it's technically not 2020 moment, but hearing that Joe Exotic was really, like, had a red carpet limo prepared yeah. for his pardon from Trump. That was really funny. And then he didn't get one. That is. But Kodak Black got one. It's it's pretty funny. That, and then apparently, I, I don't know, I got to fact check this quote, but I saw it as a Snapchat headline that Joe Exotic said he was too gay to get a pardon. Yeah, I know. But, that. No, he tweeted that. He tweeted that. Wow. Yeah, he was too <laughs> he was too innocent and too gay. Oh, um, man. That's that's probably how the Hungarian guy feels. Can I say something? Uh, Unironically it, true. You no, know, it's your podcast. Unironically. Dude. It's not my, it's our podcast. No. Unironically true. I think he was too gay. I think he was too gay. Genuinely, I think he was too gay. Like, no, I'm not kidding. Like, I think, like, dude, you can get out. Like, everyone was getting out, dude. Like, there was a reason he thought he was going to get out, man. Like, everyone was getting out. Like, fucking, you know, gunned down a bunch of Iranian kids, Iraqi kids. Like, you're good. You're chilling. But, like, I don't know. Like, put out a hit on a woman because you're fucking uh, psychotic. I mean, that's... I ironically think he was too gay. He could have made it if he was straight or something. You know what I mean? I truly believe this in my heart of hearts. So, before and for Joe Exotic, um, sad. Not really. Uh, he's kind of Zach, I, when you said things that uh, quite didn't quite make it in 2020, I thought you were going to bring up the Army Hammer shit. Because that I find oh, man. thoroughly entertaining. Not insane. Brian, have you seen this, I assume? No, I have not. Oh, oh. Brian. <laughs> um, you know, do you know who Army Hammer is, Brian? Probably. You're going to need to remind me, though. Uh, he's an actor. He, did, you, did you see Social Network? No. Oh, man. Well, did you see another... Call Me By Your Name? No. Did you see that movie? Um, what was it Lone with Lakeith Stanfield? <laughs> oh, sorry to bother you. Yeah. No. Okay. Well. Okay. Maybe you don't know him. Uh, you might recognize him <laughs> if you saw him, but he's a he's a he's a B list actor. You know, definitely not A list superstar or anything, but he's you know big enough, charming looking guy. Uh, he's not no a Tim charming Cruise. guy in real life, though. <laughs> what did he do? Uh, ate an animal heart, I believe, is one thing, but also you know just sexual abuse type okay. stuff um but the reason why it's this one stands out and in a in a landscape of um you know sick pet like not to sound like a uh, conservative karen on twitter here but <laughs> hollywood is full of sickos you know they're 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 out there uh the one the, the reason this one uh stands out in in a crowded list um is he really really seems to be into drinking blood um, and asking 
girls, not really asking, but kind of telling girls that he is going to drink their blood. Brian, um, and I quote, he said to a girl, I am 100% a cannibal. That's so good, dude. <laughs> and then he uh, took himself out of a role and said that he didn't feel it was right to be working and that he needed to be home with his kids during this time. I guess to save them from getting bullied too hard. Yeah, I'd probably want to not put my kids on that on that heat for... 100%. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? You got a kid in your class who's bragging all the time that his dad is Army Hammer, and then oh, you're getting sick of it, dude. And then and then you then you get this, and you're like, wow, I finally have the bullets in my my chamber here. Yeah. Like I finally got something to play with. Um, <laughs> but then you know, it might be a little too dark to make those jokes. You know, but. like excuse me, I don't know how bad the Army Hammer stuff is, but I'm like, you it's know, I saw bad. that Resident Evil trait. Eight trailer and you know there's that big nine foot tall uh, vampire lady with giant tits. I'm like you know maybe blood sucking ain't so bad, you know. <laughs> like you know, maybe maybe I want to have my blood drinking. You know what I'm saying? That's great. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, so 2020 moments. Um, Trump almost died. I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's like biggest disappointment. Like I've never felt so cucked in my life, dude. It's not like I. It's not like I'm. So that's a moment that didn't happen. Yeah, it's not like I'm fr- no, because like those three days on Twitter were like absolutely fire. You know what I mean? Like Twitter was like really popping off for a couple of days. Like it's not even like I'm constantly wishing for a lot of people's death. It's just like every politician that ever got it like lived, except for like uh, who the fucking died? Herman Cain, and then that was it. I know this shit wasn't... A, I know the coronavirus wasn't a deep state op because fucking Chris Christie lived. Like, they would have <laughs> killed him. Like, they at least would have dropped him if this was, like, a deep state op. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we'll fucking sacrifice, like, former, like... I don't know, what was he? Fucking governor of New Jersey or some shit? Like, like we'll, we'll yeah. drop him. Like, he's, like, fat and, like, diabetic. Like, we can do this easy. But and he didn't. So I know coronavirus is real after that one. Movies. <laughs> <laughs> favorite movies? I don't Jake, know, man. You... I don't watch them. I mean, Jake, I, I, got, I know my favorite movies. I mean, what would you... I, I tweeted out my list, but I'll talk shortly on them because, I mean, most of uh, my favorites I hadn't watched until um, the very, very end of the year, so they didn't have a chance to talk about on the pot. I'll just talk about um, top three real quick, um, unless I've already talked about the third. I'm pulling them up right now. Um, yeah, I already talked about Palm Springs way back, so we'll just talk about my number. We'll talk about four, two, and one. Um, number four, Sound of Metal um, with uh, Riz Ahmad or Ahmed um, movie about a drummer who loses his hearing. Um, it's a, He's absolutely fantastic in it, um, and it's a very uh, neat way, very uh, affecting way to show what it's like to lose your hearing. Um I mean, obviously, like, I, I thought it would be pretty bad, but the movie just shows how fucking awful it would be. Um, my number two, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Chadwick Boseman's last movie, uh, by far his best performance. Um, he is incredible in it. It's very much, it is adapted from a stage play, feels like a stage play, which is kind of uh, its biggest, honestly, plus and downside. Um, it's a lot of just long, they spend the whole day in the studio, long, drawn-out scenes, but uh, the dialogue and chemistry between the people are incredible. And my number one is Mangrove. Um, it's basically 
Trial of Chicago 7, but better. Um, it's about a restaurant in, uh, I think it was like 60s or 70s London that um, was black owned and kind of became a place for the black community to go to. It ends up uh, getting raided by police quite often. Um, protests ensue, uh, police violence ensues, and the second half of the movie is a court trial. Um, directed by Steve McQueen, who's 12 Years a Slave oh. and widows um, it's his yeah it's his small axe thing on amazon prime um so free to watch if anyone has amazon prime it's fantastic all the performances are great really affecting and uh a much more nuanced than uh trial of chicago 7 so yeah you know, that's my favorite I'll, movies I'll of the year look out for that one yeah damn that sounds good um i'm not gonna go through all of them obviously uh but you know new mutants is obviously my favorite um <laughs> That was some, actually. I thought that one was better than that a lot came of out. Did, but yeah, I know. Well, it, on video on demand, yeah. Okay. Well, I think it went right. theaters actually too, but I didn't see in theaters. But um, oh, you didn't go. You yeah, didn't go see this one eventually. three times. No, didn't need to. Uh, one time was fine in my basement. Um, I actually didn't hate it though. I thought it was just kind of mediocre. Definitely not as bad as all the delays and reshoots would make you think. But it's definitely not like what I would call good. You know, yeah. um, it was just kind of it, it just kind of exists for like 90 minutes. Um, I think uh, just to run through it, uh, this like my top 10. I'm not going to like talk about all of them, uh, but like I liked Mank. Uh, I didn't love it, though. Kind of was disappointed a little bit because I love David Fincher movies. And this one was I get it like a change of pace, maybe a bit of Oscar bait. But I'm not trying to say that like his integrity as a filmmaker went down like he was just trying to get awards maybe he actually really cared about this one which you know he probably did but um not exactly what i wanted but it was pretty cool uh freaky was really good which pretty much just freaky friday mixed with um friday the 13th which is you know what they were originally going to call it um freaky friday the 13th and that was actually really funny and vince vaughn is actually not i mean it is pretty scary to think about waking up as vince vaughn so that works um (laughs) I liked Birds of Prey, so that would be my eight. Um, Invisible Man was my seven. I thought that Sound of Metal was my six. Palm Springs is five. Um, so my four is actually one I do want to talk about because I feel like it's like one that probably not many other people have seen because I don't think it got a big release at all. Like, I mean, nothing really did this year. But um, what have you guys heard of Wolf of Snow Hollow? No. No. Ooh, man. Uh, it's like Fargo meets... Uh, like dark humor slash like you know winter cop drama of Fargo mixed with you know a werewolf movie so uh, it's actually pretty funny and like also really dark at the same time Uh, like it's about alcoholism and how like it draws parallels between how this main police chief is struggling with his own demons of alcoholism every like every night just like a werewolf every night is doing like you know something really bad uh it's actually just really funny and but also like really kind of um serious too uh so i really can't recommend that one enough i really liked it um three tenet for better or worse i I enjoyed how crazy that movie was even though at points it was kind of hard to follow uh two was a big fan of soul uh i don't remember if we talked about it last time. I think we did. We no, did we talk about that no, on the last episode? No, no. We, it had not we, come that, out yet. That proves to me that we recorded before Christmas. Because that we would Wonder have talk, Woman we, would have we have not talked about. Oh, uh, no, we didn't talk about Wonder Woman. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, no, no, we would have wow. had to talk about Wonder Woman in the follow up to fucking uh, 
Inside that's, Out. That's brother, an LOL. Brother, brothers or whatever the fuck it was. Onward? Okay, right. Yeah, I forgot the name. I forget the name every time I, I think about it, dude. I like the idea that Brian thought that movie was called Brothers. Dude, <laughs> it's about two fucking brothers, okay? I'm not going to no, sit no. here. No, I, I'm not laughing at you messing it up. I'm laughing at like that's how unmemorable that movie is. That the only thing you could remember from fucking, it is that there was two brothers. I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. That would be, and huh? my, uh, my number one, um, one night in Miami. You guys heard of it? Yes, I've can't recommend heard the it name, enough. but um, it's about a fictitious night that never took place. I don't think so. Uh, but it's pretty much all about um, Muhammad Ali, um, Sam Cooke, Malcolm X, and um, something Brown. I forgot his first name, but he was a football player. So you have these four really influential uh, black guys at that time, and they're just in a motel room the whole time, talking about like their place in the world and arguing and, and you know just working working through things. And it's adapted from a stage play, but I think that makes it better because it you know it forces it to be really like intimate and like really just about these four guys instead of being like a big broad period piece or whatever, which I think a lot of the times these type of movies are, and that kind of dilutes it a little bit uh, or dilutes like those type of movies like going back in time to look at real people like those type of movies but like since this one is just those four and it's just them talking that's literally it uh, you really get to know them and you really get like some honest and good perspectives and monologues and all that and the performances are great and it's directed by Regina King who like I'm in love with so yeah I was all in on that one that was my favorite movie of the year it's on Amazon Prime just watched it like yesterday so that's brand new to me but yep that would be my top movies of the year yeah for me uh, i really like the sound of metal too i actually watched it for, for my american sign language class um as like a cultural as like a thing to write on and yeah i really thought it was uh they they did that they did a really good job with that about like hearing and just like the deaf community how like you know a lot of them don't want the, the cochlear implants are very frowned upon in parts of that community and they, they touch on that and there's a crux of you know how that movie goes I thought that was interesting to portray it like that um, I was worried they were going to go on like a whole I was worried they just weren't going to touch on that aspect but it was really good I liked it quite yeah, a bit yeah, I feel like I learned a lot watching it uh, yeah, and also sure. I mean uh, what really holds it I mean not the only thing that holds it together but like I mean the main thing that I took away from it is just how really good Riz Ahmed was yeah uh, I mean not only learning sign language uh, which he apparently had to learn for it uh, but also he had to teach himself how to be a fucking awesome drummer too because uh, yeah. that didn't, didn't look easy either um, so yeah that was that was pretty sick I was really into that it wasn't an easy watch but it no. probably shouldn't have been so no no it was not a not an easy watch I also liked Palm Springs but you know I feel like we talked about that um, at some yeah. point uh, what else? You know, video games? We want to talk about that? I could talk about the one I played that yeah. came out this year. <laughs> yeah. Last of Us 2. That's <laughs> it's my go. favorite game of the year. Yeah. Honestly, I, when I thought we were just ranking overall pieces of media, I, re- I made my little top 10 of pieces who, who of media. Know, so who knows? Like, Zach, who knows where the rest of this episode will take us? <laughs> I mean, I don't. Okay, and then maybe I won't spoil it, but yeah. either way, I, I did a little top ten of, like, including movies, music, 
video game and TV show seasons or whatever. And Last of Us 2 was pretty high yeah. uh, for me overall. It's a good one. But yeah, big. Yeah, I was a big fan of Last of Us 2, but that's probably the only thing I can contribute to, like, the discussion beyond, you know, Did commenting I like, oh, yeah, I heard about that, you know, when you guys, like, bring up games. Damn, The Last of Us 2 didn't even make my games I played list. I just forgot it existed. <laughs> wow, it was so fucking long. The I discourse don't, was so everywhere. How do you forget I, about it? I don't know, man. Like, that's weird. I guess it was February, huh? Well, it's coming back up, isn't it, folks? We did a spoiler cast. We did, we did a spoiler entire, cast. like, two-hour spoiler cast. Maybe I thought it was like, well, I'm just looking, because during the year, I keep, like, a running list of every game I touch, and I guess maybe I just forgot to put a star on The Last of Us, because I put a star on games that I that came out that year. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, my my uh, video games of the year, um, I'm not going to go into them. I still need to make my actual list and video. Um... I re- some ones I'd like to point out are uh, Ramblue Fantasy Versus. Uh, that's a I don't know if any of you guys ever came over and played that, but me and John Romer and some other people like kind of got pretty into it right before the pandemic hit. Bad time to buy a buy a fighting game, um, but we all we got it and it, it it had like really simplified like control shortcuts. Like we were able to just like get right into it and like play it like almost as if it were Smash Brothers. Like. Most things were just mapped to a button or like a direction instead of like complex inputs. So that's really fun. It looks great too. Um, Kentucky Route Zero, that's like a very beautiful, like ethereal kind of adventure game about, you know, uh, the destruction of uh, Middle and South America, Southern America, uh, and like economically, kind of. Um, Debt. It's about debt. Um, Hades, banger. Don't have a ton to say about it. Something I do want to talk about, folks. Uh-oh. 13 Sentinels, Aegis <laughs> Rim. I, Aegis, yes. Um, Jake, have you heard about this? Not going to ask Zach. Uh, Jake, have you heard about this? Heard a lot Thank about you. it. Especially, I feel like it's the game that everyone is catching up on yes. from last year the most. So, yeah, tell me about it. Everyone needs to catch up on it before Game of the Year talks because they know it's a contender. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about the gameplay because it's whatever. It's like a tower defense thing. But the best part is the gameplay and story are completely separated by the menu. It's straight up. The, the narrative structure, like... You know, sometimes you look at, like, a movie like Indiana Jones, it's like, man, I want to make a movie like that. I look at the narrative structure of 13 and Sentinels and I say, this is absolutely impossible. This seems impossible. It is, like, so basically the structure is that there's 13 characters and you can, it's not, like, uh, completely hard-gated, but, like, sometimes there are, like, you can basically play them in any order you want. And sometimes a gate will come up. It's like, okay, you can't progress with them until you do this combat scenario or do this person's other story. But like, it's all you can. Be, there's a ton of variety in the way that you do it. And like, there's not choices or anything that matter. It's just like the way that you're experiencing that story is like non-linear. It's not sequential. How everyone else is doing it. Uh, it's completely fucking just on. It's not hard to follow. Like at one point, me and Mad- me and Madison sat down. We were just like, okay, so like they were doing this and this year and then this year and then this and then this person's not actually this person, this person's five people. That sounds confusing. It's not because they make it pretty understandable for how insane it is. I don't really want to get into too many spoilers or anything, but 
they do some stuff and just i i'm really impressed by the way that it's just structured it's like the story is really good but it is like a masterwork in structure i couldn't fucking believe some of the shit i was saying because like they don't know what order you're gonna play it in entirely like they have some idea because they gate some of it but like all do like a story mission and like the big re- and like a side reveal like something that someone just mentions is like oh yeah and this person's my mom I'm like what the f- what you're just dropping that and then in another one like the big reveal of that like chapter is that that person's their mom so <laughs> it, it'll like draw like the spoilers are coming out of order like there's one part where there's like a fucking <laughs> like a little robot and he's there like the entire game and you just see him once and this other character just calls him like a human name you're like what and then I never learned what he meant for like another seven hours but I could have if I just did one different mission in a different order that's it's just like cool. it's the way it like doles out its narrative is like it's just fascinating to watch like I was listening to a uh, giant bombs game of the year discussions and one of theirs was like um one of the favorite moments was like there's a part where a character is like in the school bathroom and like they hide in the locker and then two people come in and they beat the shit out of each other. And then when she comes out of the bathroom, like you don't see what's happening outside of it. Um, one of them is torn in half and they're an Android. And that, that he was just so blown away. He's like, I had no idea. Like that was like the first reveal in androids in the game. And I'm like, nah, I knew there were fucking robots in this game for like eight hours before I saw that scene. <laughs> so it's just like, it's stuff like that where you're like, man like why did they like how did they make this work for everyone you know what i mean and it just flows pretty well the gameplay is fun too it's nothing like incredible but like you fucking kill 500 enemies at a time with a nuke launch and shit it's it's a really special game i think uh most people should play it if they just want like a weird like if they want to witness something new i think it is a good game for that it is very fucking special i think no, that's is, all. You, you said that i mean the gameplay is eh. is it how much of that is the game because okay, like, I, I don't the story sounds interesting but i don't think I don't it's know if I, can eh. engage. I think it's pretty fun like i think the gameplay is okay. pretty fun it's basically like an rts like tower defense where like you're like playing as like up to like six of the characters in their mechs and like enemies will come down and you beat the shit out of them, you level them up. It's fun. Okay. Uh, you can play it on easy. I mean, I, I never lost. I, I died maybe once in that entire run. Uh, I think it's fun. Like my, Madison, like when we first got it, like she wanted to play that part. Like she was like okay. super into that part. Like it's not, the, the gameplay is not bad. And like you also just don't need to engage with it when you're not in the mood. Because, like, the menu is, like, the collectibles and, like, intel files, so you can just... There's a, there's a fucking menu that's just, like, the timeline of events. Like, oh, this scene happens here. This scene happens way later. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. I thought they happened at the same time. But, so, it's basically, like, there's gameplay. Well, there's, like, there's the combat, there's the story stuff, and then there's another menu. Like, you don't need to do the combat oh, okay. when, when you don't want to. Like, sometimes a brick will come up, like... Hey, you can't progress with this dude's story until you do the combat. And you can't progress with this other dude's story until you do the combat. But until you do his story, who's blocked by the combat. But like, okay, it's not, I never felt like, oh man, I got to do combat. Like sometimes okay. I'd wake up early and play some before Madison woke up, but it was never like, uh, I enjoy, I actually enjoyed the combat quite a bit. I might go back and get a platinum for it and just kind of finish that up. Nice. You should play it. 
uh, that that did tempt me. I like that narrative structure. That's cool. Uh, it's only um, it's like thirty hours long. It's not. Okay. I, I clocked in at like forty, but most people clock in at thirty. I don't know why I clocked in late. I may have left <laughs> it on, um, but I, I really enjoyed it. It's great. Um, games for me. I mean, we've already. T- I feel like we've already talked about a lot of the ones that ended up being my favorites. Last of Us Part Two. I didn't really go any lower than I still enjoy it. Um, Animal Crossing, probably the highlight of my year. There was something very special about that game at the time it came out. Yep. Um, game I haven't talked too much about. Um, Astro's Playroom. It is a big marketing thing, but boy, did I love that. And um, Super Mario sixty four. I don't like that game. That's all can, I'm gonna can, say. Can we hear it? Can we hear the reasoning, Chief? <laughs> Okay, so to abbreviate it, my biggest <laughs> Zach got real close to his camera <laughs> to engage in this discussion. Um, number one, I I can't. I think I need to preface that the thing that upsets me most is that many people say that this game still holds up, which I don't think it does. Many people are and saying. <laughs> many people are saying that this there game holds up. That this game still holds up. <laughs> and I, I would like to uh, set those rumors straight right now and say it does not. The camera is fucking garbage. Um, there is at least three stars in which the location in which they are, you can physically not see. You cannot turn your camera in any way, shape, or form to see the star. I do suicide guess jump off the ledge and hope I would land. That should not be in a game. Number two, after I've played games like Odyssey in which Mario controls perfectly and Galaxy in which, I mean, they making a character feel good in an anti-gravity state is pretty, feels like it should be pretty fucking difficult and they nailed it. Controlling Mario in 64 is awful. He does this little stutter step anytime you even if he's walking and you stop him he does a stutter step which i get is a is a choice but after playing the new marios that is a choice i hate i'm currently playing sunshine and i like sunshine five times more than i like 64. oh that's a that's a classic (laughs) that that game about cleaning a fucking island no not at all i just ignore all the sludge it's fine it can stay there um, it I is the also, sequel to 64, Zach. You have it. It's 64 <laughs> with a jetpack. Oh, is it canon? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. Yeah, no, Mario Oh well, shit. Say less, man. That's Mario all you talks. Say. Bowser talks. Yeah. Bowser Jr. There's talks. Bowser talks. Holy voice cutscenes. Yeah. And Peach is Bowser Jr.'s mom, dude. Like <laughs> that's true. Uh, three, <laughs> three of my biggest complaint. My Ooh. three biggest complaints would be the camera, how Mario He's controls. Not, wait a minute. He's not right. Wait, she's not. She's not. That's a joke, right? I didn't not, finish I the game as a kid. I don't know anything about this game. That is a I joke. I didn't finish right? the like, game as a kid. I have not investigated further. Because uh, that has but, implications. But the yeah no no. Uh, but the reason that Bowser Jr. is fighting in that game is because you've uh, he's taken his mom back, and it's possible he's just being tricked. Uh, I, I again, I didn't finish the game because like the manta ray level so dog shit. Um, mm-hmm. But you know how it is. Not a fan of manta rays, huh? No, no. Dude, there's some levels in that game that are so fucking horse shit. But whatever. Jake, continue. So, okay, I guess that that's an interesting thing to bring up now because my love for Sunshine could fall apart. I think I am like 23 stars in and you need 50 to beat the game. 64, I love the first like roughly 30 stars. But once I got to the back end, I my favorite levels were like the first five. I, I, I don't like most of the back levels. So to so summarize my, I guess I came, I remembered one, my top four complaints. I don't like how Mario controls. I don't like the camera. 
why is there so many goddamn water levels? There's two like fully water levels and there's two that are like half water levels. That's garbage. And then the Bowser boss fights, dumb. Not fun at all. Some of the worst things I've ever played. Yeah. I hate them with a passion. Um, so I guess all of that combined, when it is hyped up as like one of the few games from the past that holds up incredibly well, I don't think it does. I think like if I were to review it now, I'd give it like a seven. Um, I can understand what it did for the past. I can understand its importance, but playing it now, not saying I enjoy as much. That's it. Seven ain't bad though. No, I I, th- I think it is still better than a lot of other games but when i'm going in with the expectation that it's still one of the greatest games of all time in terms of mm. just plain not uh its importance in history the only um, you go the only incredible 3d mario games are uh galaxy i don't even that's like it. odyssey dude uh, is that is that a that's a weird take right that i just don't I really think like so. odyssey that much i didn't like the I structure like odyssey. of it. did you play odyssey zach I have not yet, but I have it. <laughs> I I <laughs> can understand I can understand that being the case because the the fact that there is 999 moons kind of lessens the yeah. excitement of yeah. doing a challenge because that is the one thing about 64 and Sunshine that when you finally get it, it's like wow. Like I like usually like oh like I actually did something that I felt like I achieved, but in odd in like in Odyssey, I would say like half of the like first set of stars you are just running around and collecting things which i enjoy i enjoy the collectathon but i don't blame you at all for not enjoying that yeah um Um, i think i also just didn't like how like you wouldn't play the levels out of order like you know in galaxy or 64 it's like okay i'll go back and clear some shit up but uh and six in odyssey you couldn't do it you there was just no you wouldn't get stars from the 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 older moons would not fuel the spaceship that is true. Um, and then a few other things I want to touch on. I beat Cyberpunk 2077 on PS5. Good. Um, what sucks, yes, I would also give that game around like a... It's it's very hard for me to rate it um, with everything that's happened. It, like, it fucking sucks that so much shit happened with that game because I would have loved to hear the discourse around the story because I think it's... It is apart from The Last of Us Two. It is the game I played this year that tried the most, like tried the most narratively, took the most risks. Uh, in my story path, it didn't land. I picked a corpo, and by the end, like I felt like the first ten percent of the game had stuff to do with my life path. The middle seventy-five percent had nothing to do, and then the last fifteen percent they tried to bring it back in, and it felt very disjointed. But they try for a lot. And some of it I enjoyed, some of it I did not. I liked the gameplay a lot, actually. Um, and I think the world is awesome, and I think a lot of the side characters are cool. Just the overall narrative arc didn't quite hit for me, though I am excited when they finally finish the official PS5 version, if I play it with a different life path and play more side stuff, if they ever finish it. You saw it. the roadmap, right? Yeah. <laughs> Later half that, of 2021. Yeah. I, I don't even <laughs> want to get into it because it's a mess. Um, I don't want to talk about it either. And then the last two games, um, I'll talk about one I played this year that's not from 2020. Um, the Return of Oberdin is a game I think that will forever sit with me. It's the game I probably got like most involved with. I had a notebook going. I was checking every day, like thinking during my day, okay, what what were these people doing? I it was definitely the most fun I've had in a video game, and the most I've had that like role playing experience where I did feel like a detective trying to figure things out. Um, and then the last game that I'm currently playing from 2020, um, Demon's Souls, the remake on PS5, 
Um, uh, this might be my first Souls game I actually like. So, there you Did go. Did you, um... Fuck. What? Did you ever play The Outer Wilds? I started it and could not get into it. Did you ever I, find the the map in your spaceship, the, the cork board? I think so. How, I mean, can you find it early on? No, it's not something you find. Some people just don't notice the map in their spaceship, so none of it makes any sense. I'm about 99% sure I did notice that. Okay, the it's main, like the cork board with like the, the intel yeah. on it. Yeah, okay. The, the main reason I fell off that game was I had beaten... I think it was Ghost of Tsushima, and it was right that I beat it that game in like early September. So school was like kind of starting to ramp up homework wise. And I was like, oh, I'll start a new game, and I started Outer Wilds. And I, when I'm busy with school, I don't like things where I don't feel like I'm making any progress. Yeah. And I know that's kind of the point of that game is like you kind of wander around aimlessly and just discover stuff until you start to put it together. Yeah. And that's just not what I was in the mood for. So I hope to go back to it at some point. That game's but. awesome. That's a that's a good one. Did you did you go to the uh, the scary planet? Is that the tornado one? The fish one? The fish one? Yeah. If it's not... The the ones I ended up going to was like the moon similar planet, the tornado planet, and then there was a third. I didn't go to the scary fish planet. Do me a favor. Boot it up tonight and go to Dark Ramble. It's a a fun (laughs) one. Uh, I screamed and threw the controller. Um, Oh, no. (laughs) So so you, you brought up Mario 64. So obviously... So... If we're discussing games that we played that also oh, that, that didn't come want, out this man. year. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I played. Look, see, I played. I think I, top of my head, I beat, played through and beat uh, one, two, three, four, five games this year. Um, one of which was a replay, though. Um, but, um, yeah, so I played God of War 3, liked it, ending sucked. Played God of War Ragnarok, or not Ragnarok, God, I wish. Uh, played you know god of war rebranding that was cool um i really did like that a lot i like the, the switch to different mythology because you know you really kind of had to because you killed literally everyone else in the other mythology already um and then yeah played replayed last of us still my favorite game played last of us too really like a lot and then fallen order had i beaten fallen order before uh we recorded our last episode i don't think you beat it no, uh, you probably would have talked about shit, how baby. hyped the end was. The ending was hype, Brian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, um, you know, I fuck it. Uh, Fallen spoiler. Order spoilers. Yeah, so spoiler. Sam, Sam, my brother, jump ahead like two minutes here. Uh, yeah, Darth Vader fucking ripping out <laughs> floorboards and throwing them at you, and like ripping out the platforms that you're running on is pretty awesome. Did you know that was uh, in the er- game? I knew I knew he would be in the game. Okay. It had been alluded to by my brother pretty heavily, and I'm okay. pretty sure I saw a screenshot on Twitter before as well. Okay. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, it kind of reminded me of Rogue One, just kind of like you know, really kind of illustrating. Can't beat this him. this huge fucking villain at like at a, I don't even say the height of his power, but like you know, around the time when he is this huge you know menacing villain to the entire galaxy, and just how much power he had. Uh, and it's yeah, it's pretty scary. He's a scary guy. Um, and also that last boss fight's pretty fucking hard against Trilla. Uh, I liked her a lot though. My only problem with the end of that game. Fuck that last bo- boss fight, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I had fun playing it, but like at the same time, I was like, wow, this is hard. Uh, like, I was playing on hard too, and I was literally played hard the entire game, 
and on that last boss fight was considering dropping it down to normal because I, I had was to drop mine down so hard it was so fucking hard um but yeah i enjoyed it i liked all the little you know jedi mythology the story overall wasn't like great or anything kind of stretched out a pretty short story over a very you know kind of you know long journey but that's video games you know you got some fetch quests um nothing ever comes easy um, my one problem narratively with the ending is you have this conflicted villain Trilla, whatever you know, former Jedi Padawan become Inquisitor, and then she gets a death that really, honestly, you don't get time to to really process because it comes right before Vader. You have to run away from Vader, and that becomes like the only thing you're thinking about. So what should have been this big heavy moment is just kind of like. A, Oh my God, Vader's here! Oh, Trilla's dead, and she's go. Oh, Vader's still here, and you're running away from Vader. You know that'd be my only thing with it. But besides that, I, I liked it a lot. Uh, and I hope now that Lucasfilm is like rebranding or whatever their games. Hell yes! Uh, I'm excited for whatever they're, that, that they're, brings. They're getting other devs besides EA now. You know, yeah. U- Ubisoft is working on an, on an open world Star Wars game. Intriguing, yes. Brian. <laughs> Intriguing. Uh, I, I like that. I like world building. Yeah, uh, but this like, world has been built pretty hard already, so they have a lot to work on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, overall, I like the game. Uh, what you think of? Cool what you think of the? What you think of the Kyber Crystal moment? Um. Which color did you pick? <laughs> oh man, dude! I had a double-sided purple. <laughs> I I couldn't believe it. <laughs> they were giving me option like orange or something, and I felt weird. I would feel weird picking that because I'd not seen that in a movie, and I it's feel canon. like I'm it's canon. canon. The I game feel like I'd be breaking canon if I it's did canon. that. <laughs> it just didn't feel right to me, dude. You don't even see a fucking yellow lightsaber in a movie until Ray decides to ignite hers for no reason at the end of Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I've also been rewatching those. That's a different thing, though. I'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah that, that's my video game. That was my video games of the year that I played. All right. Shows? Shows? Oh, yeah, you guys can talk about shows. Well, there's shows and there's movie or music. Um, I'm going to be I honest. I don't know much about modern music. I I, I was going to say, like, I my music albums are on Twitter. Go check them out. JW Mosier. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have much to, like, say about them. Music was a, a fine year. It wasn't phenomenal. It wasn't bad. So go check I mean, that out I if just, you want I music just don't know much music that came out came out this year. Yeah. I mean, I could talk a, a lot about music I heard for the first time this year. Like, listen to every fucking Foo Fighters album and got extremely into Smashing Pumpkins and shit. Um, but yeah, in terms of like new albums that came out this year, um, Taylor Swift had two of them. So, you know, I was all over that shit, uh, especially the first one, Folklore, I liked a lot. Uh, and then what the Tame Impala one that Jake hated for some reason uh, Slow I, Rush hey, I said disappointing I didn't hate it I just thought it was fine dude you didn't even have um, Lost in Yesterday on your top songs of the year bro what, what was that felt aggressive it it was an aggressive I mean, omission <laughs> I, I, I think like my list is a little misleading in that I've never been a huge Tame Impala fan. Mm. I like a few of his songs, and I've given him his album chances. I don't know what it is about him that doesn't vibe with me. So I think I was hoping that the new album would finally click for me, and it didn't. So that is the reason. The so you song weren't a big not fan of Currents? There. I love Currents. That's one of my favorite albums, like like the decade. I think it's a good album, but I'm not on like the oh my god, it's it's one yeah, it's one of the best albums of the decade. Not it's just not my thing. I don't know. I think I think you need to do more drugs. Is what it is. <laughs> I think Maybe. I think you need to embrace substance abuse. And, um, <laughs> so, 
Um, yeah, I mean, music I listened to this year. Um, yeah, I went back and listened to Foo Fighters. They're cool, but um, not, I thought they were kind of overrated overall. They're pretty standard, you know, radio rock for the most part. And, you know, that can be cool sometimes, but also you kind of get bored with it after a bit if they don't have, like, they don't have a lot of interesting things about them or styles that set them apart, um, at least in my opinion. You know, if you like them, cool. I do like them. I just don't love them. Um, uh, yeah, I listen to a lot of Smashing Pumpkins, really into that. Um, I actually got, like, this big old fucking Smashing Pumpkins vinyl for Christmas, so that was, like, my highlight of Christmas. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm sure I talked about it on the pod a while ago or, like, as a recommendation or something, but Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Listen to that double album, and then you'll... That's that's my obsession these days. But besides that, I don't really know what else I listen to the first time with music. I guess Wu Tang Clan. That first Wu Tang album's pretty heat. It's um, not it for music I, for me. I I guess I'll hit on TV now. Um, I'm gonna just try to mostly talk about things that either I felt didn't get recognition or didn't get talked about much. Um, my number one show, Mrs. America and Hulu. Um, it wasn't on any like I saw on very few end of year TV lists and I don't know why uh, the show is fantastic. Um, its cast is incredible and it touches on um, a nice opposite side of a subject that I don't I feel like usually doesn't get talked about. Um, uh, I've talked enough about Dev's great sci-fi show Alex Garland. Um, feel good. Um, it's a very short dramedy on Netflix um, in this vein of Fleabag. I like that a lot. Um, and then a show that actually just fourth season just aired that I caught up on last year, a search party on HBO max, a uh, very funny comedy um, that kind of takes on a new identity each season. Very good time. That's about it. Um, shows seasons that I liked. Uh, I liked clone war season seven. I liked uh, Mando season two. I liked, there's a theme there. Um, I liked oh, Boys. I did like The Boys a lot. Um, trying to think of other shows. Shit. Um, I don't think I watched that many new ones. I mean, Queen's Gambit was fine. I liked it. Um, <laughs> I didn't love it or anything. Um, Tiger one I forgot, King, of course. <laughs> one I want to mention, because I forgot, mostly because I know uh, some of our listeners are video game people, Mythic Quest, that video game show on Apple Rob TV. I, on, yeah. I only bring it up for one reason, and that is an actress named Jessie Ennis. She was on Veep and she plays like a side role in Mythic Quest. I don't think I've ever had a character in any show where I laugh at literally anything that comes out of their mouth. She has incredible timing, incredible inflection. Everything she does is fantastic. If you have any interest in that show, watch it just for her. She's fantastic. That's it. Did you say... Um I know you. I know you have your whole list on on Twitter or whatever. But if you just want to give give people who don't follow you on Twitter a taste, did you say what your like top three seasons were of the year? Uh, I can. Yeah, my top three shows this year. I actually talked about all of them because no one no one put them in any list, which was disappointing for me. Uh, number three, Feel Good. Number two, Devs. Number one, Mrs. America. Uh, Feel okay, Good yeah, is on I just Netflix. Didn't know if you had them in like an order or anything? Yeah, and then Devs and Mrs. America are both Hulu. So, word. Cool, cool. Do we want to talk about things we're looking forward to next year, or is that a whole and, me big and Madison discussion? watched a show. Oh, <laughs> tell me shit. about it. It's not new. Uh, me and Madison watched. Well, we watched like several things, I think, but some of them slipped my mind. Um, 
But we watched we watched the 2011 classic uh, animated <laughs> show uh, that is that has since gone hiatus because the manga author uh, married the woman that wrote Sailor Moon and no longer has to work, <laughs> so we just stopped <laughs> writing it. Uh, Hunter Hunter uh, mm. Hunter X Hunter. Uh, people like that one, and I can see why. Um, not really going to recommend anyone that doesn't like anime watch it. I would if it was just like the final arc, that like the final like Chimera Ant arc. The other stuff is just kind of, it's like good and like uh, it's good and pretty by the numbers for the genre in a way. But um, that last one that was a real fucking that was a real doozy of a of a story the author told there. Um, it went places. <laughs> uh, they are basically there's a part where they're raiding a compound like a temple, not like a they're raiding a compound and 12 episodes in 12 episodes 23 minutes each the narrator says three minutes have passed since the beginning of the raid and i i I throw my hands in the air and i said take me further let us let us let us go down this path so uh, that was very I really enjoyed that we still kind of need to finish the show but I'm in no rush because the manga is never going to end because the author no longer writes it so that's you know, that sucks it's a bummer um, Brian, I mean people yeah yeah have you watched a show called keep your hands off Azuken yes I have me and Madison watched that we've yet to finish it but uh, I heard it's very good it's really good it's about a, a, a three girls in a high school um booting up their animation club and, and they want to make anime really that's good. pretty cool I really really enjoy it you should watch that if you can find it which is you'd be happy you'd be happy to hear Brian uh, my my friends from home back in St. Charles one of them after watching uh, Avatar the last airbender got super into anime and has made like a whole list and has been watching a bunch and has gotten like two to three other people in my group to be watching a bunch of anime so they're going through like the list of the best ones and Jake the war always comes (laughs) home my brother like broke his ankle a year ago and he watched all of Naruto all of Hunter Hunter all of seven like he's watched like probably a collective thousand episodes of different anime he's watching attack on titan and he hit me up he's like yo i started uh one piece you read that right and it's a, it's, a, it's a manga i've been reading since like eighth grade um so the war always comes home uh I, yeah he yeah he heard he couldn't play sports anymore because his ankle so he just got deep I, into anime i uh you know, I might I might save the reveal for for recommendations, but okay. I am I am in the third season of what I guess you could call an anime. Um, oh. SpongeBob SquarePants. Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> I, Have you heard of the Cleveland Show? <laughs> I, I thought I knew what Zach was gonna say, and then he said what you could call an anime, and now I don't know. <laughs> I mean, are you, are you, call it an anime. I do think it, it's got. I think it's anime. It's definitely car- anime, animation. I just don't. I, when I hear people talk about animes, I just don't hear them talking about this one that much. Okay, the are, fucking Clone Wars, like Samurai Jack did, yeah, that he did. No, but did that, you ever that, watch those? No, I did not. Uh, uh, I heard they were great. I, I, my, uh, my, one of my good friends uh, actually is like a huge fan of them. They're not. They're no longer canon, so they're under the Disney Legends tab <laughs> now. But you know, get the fuck out. <laughs> 
<laughs> Zach sees it on a TV, turns it off. I, they were can't honestly dilute, like can't dilute my perceptions. <laughs> to be fair, though, I think they were decanonized before Disney even bought it. Probably, <laughs> so, probably. yeah, because the Clone Wars, the new Clone Wars show, kind of yeah. went over it. I think. Um, right, there's Clone Wars, and then there's the Clone Wars. Oh, I, I guess. I guess I, Zach would probably like to hear about this um, and to update the audience because I did say I was going to. I started Clone Wars with the abbreviated watch. Um, I'm nice. currently I'm like almost done with season three. I'm on like episode 18. Um, what's what's your abbreviated watch, Jake? Where are you getting this? Uh, would you? I, it's a it is a uh, person in a YouTube community that has rewatched Star Wars multiple times and he rewatched all of Clone Wars again this year after the Mandalorian and updated his you start it's a with lot Rise of Skywalker. episodes you start with Rise of Skywalker <laughs> don't worry Zach I'll send you a picture and you can tell me but I'm pretty sure it's I checked I compared to it I compared it to a lot of lists on the internet and it has more episodes than almost all of those lists so yeah I, I would say it's about it's about thirty percent of the arcs. I'm like, wow, like it's, this is it's like thirty percent of the arcs. I'm no, no. I'm I'm gonna rank the amount of arcs I've. I'm um, you'll you'll get what I'm saying. Thirty percent of the arcs I've had to watch. I'm like, wow, like this is top tier, fantastic Star Wars. About forty percent of the arcs. I'm like, oh, like this is enjoyable. I'm like, okay, I'm watching this. And then about thirty percent are like, even these that you considered like I need to be watching are like, eh. Not not all that enjoyable. It's weird that but. he suggested three back to back Jar Jar in uh C3PO episodes. <laughs> I, like, right, if you went off my my recommendation, you would get minimal Jar Jar. I have zero Jar Jar actually. I have seen okay, I think well, one, one gun have Jar Jar. There's one. There's one unavoidable episode. It's just so funny. It's just, you can't miss it. <laughs> the slapstick is dialed up. Dude, it. he fucking turns on he turns on the magnet and C3PO gets stuck to it. Fucking goober. I, that's probably the only thing I remember from Clone Wars in my entire existence is that scene because I saw it on Cartoon Network gas. or something. Yeah, it's pretty I mean, gas I rewatched my, my brother finally finished it uh, like a couple weeks ago when we, I watched The Last Dark with him. It's a fucking masterpiece. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, you'll see when, when I rank rank my favorite things of the year overall. Um. I have my, do you, do you want to run through that now, or do we want to save that for next episode when well, each no, of us can sense. also? It, it would make sense. I, I mean, I think it makes sense to just knock it out this episode. I kind of put it together while we were talking. Yeah, let's hear it then. Uh, run us yeah. through it. Uh, my so this would be you know including music, movie, TV, um, and I'm forgetting something. Video game. Um, my 10th favorite thing, piece of media, Palm Springs. Uh, nine, Folklore. Love that album. Uh, eight, The Wolf Movie, Wolf of Snow Hollow. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, seven, Tenet. Six, Soul. Five, One Night in Miami. Four, Boys Season 2. Three, Mando Season 2. Two, Clone Wars Season 7. Uh, and then one would be Last of Us 2. And that Clone Wars thing is really on the strength of the last arc. There's three arcs, and the first two are good, but the last one is like why i fucking like am in love with it they're, yeah, they're last very Wars different is my favorite thing they're the very different eras of what people wanted from clone wars <laughs> of what executives thought people wanted from clone wars that's that's a yeah. good way to describe it <laughs> yeah like the first one's like kids show you know like it's like a kids show made by adults that wanted it to be an adult show and then yeah. new clone wars is like let's these kids are seven these kids are eight years older <laughs> like <laughs> Let's let's wrap this up. Uh, 
Do uh, do we just want to do most anticipated next week? Because we're already I think at we like should, an hour. I, I'm not gonna lie. The most anticipated discussion. I could see it running a while, at least okay. on mine. I mean, I gotta re- we have to reread the entire Disney Investor Week. Like we can't. We can't. <laughs> Dude, I got a great fucking Twitter picture that has like a, just pictures of forty like posters for forty most anticipated movies that we can just fucking run off yeah, and give let's, our let's give our that. projected thoughts on those. And then yeah, you know we can that. do the same projecting. Who's gonna have an album this year? Who's not? Jake mm-hmm. Jake's projection <laughs> of. Uh, Frank Ocean having the worst 2020 album did not come Ooh. true. Uh, it's did not, did not release one. I, I um, guess we can touch on that now because we were mostly fucked by 2020. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember your predictions. I was one out of three. One of mine was that Dune would make a billion dollars. Dune didn't even fucking come out. My prediction, <laughs> was that, <laughs> my, my prediction was that Frank Ocean would have an album and it would be lower than a 75 on Metacritic. Didn't even fucking come out. That dude released two singles. And my third prediction was that the PS5 and Xbox Series X would both come out for $500, that there would be a lower tier Xbox, and that PS5 would still blow Xbox out of the water sales-wise. Nailed that one on the fucking dot. So, Dude, the, um, I have no idea what my fucking predictions were. I do remember <laughs> one of mine was uh, buy a second Nintendo Switch and not use it. So, um, <laughs> who's a fucking winner? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this fucking guy right here, folks. It's awesome. All my Joy-Cons have drift. It's so funny. I'm glad, I'm glad I purchased these quality products. Okay, I found the notes tab I have for that that I made when we were doing that episode. Let's Coming hear it. Back. Uh, Kendrick Lamar releases the best album of the year. Kanye will, and then a side note to that one, Kanye will release terrible shit. So that was halfway true. Yeah. <laughs> That Make was those two separate. True. Just no. Those are two separate predictions. You know. Yeah, you got yeah. one right. You got one prediction right. Cool. Uh, DC has a better two movies than Marvel. Um, Even with no movies, I'd say no. No, that's okay. I'm not technically <laughs> technically one because Marvel yeah. didn't really shit. <laughs> Actually, uh, one. And I yeah. like Birds of Prey, so eat a dick. Um, DC three. <laughs> um, I don't know what I meant by this. I just have it written down. I must have known what I meant at the time, and I would know I would elaborate on it. But I just have Baby Yoda written here, so I guess if that was my prediction, that was true. Um, <laughs> there was more Baby Yoda in, in season, and in, in, you know, I, I must have meant something by kill that. Him off I don't know. Like half off season. Did you predict like? Like an animated show or like another side show or stuff. To, like, Why what did we fucking prep? Why it doesn't it sound prep? like something I'd predict. That would be dumb with me. You know what? Um, no, I'm going back. What episode? That would be in January, right? I'm sure we have a good title on it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Well, while Brian looks that up, uh, suggestion for next episode, we do, I think this is exactly what we did last year. We do our most anticipated and then we end it with three predictions for 2021 each. How's that's that good, sound? That's a good way. I'm I, I'm excited, like, because there's a list here that a tweet that like is just very convenient has all these like big movies that are now projected to come out this year. Running through that will be fun, because um, this year, you know, assuming things don't get pushed out of this year, um, which I'm sure a few will, um, it's looking pretty cool. Uh, so that there's a lot to discuss there, and then also you know TV shows and have you know some big seasons coming up i think and 
we can make guessing games on the music who will actually release an album this year. I bet that Frank, I bet he releases one this year, huh? <laughs> no, I'm not taking that bet again. Um, I actually, because I was mis- mis- misunderstood what was happening in our group chat for what our episode was going to be about this week. So I already made my most anticipated list. And let me tell you, I'm very excited to talk about the Boss Baby family business. Me oh, too. man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I have very little to say about it. Um, so that will be that will be. I'm curious to see what you'll have to say. Um, Brian, did you find it? I don't. What are the odds that you I, actually find my predictions on there? Oh, I, I didn't find yours. I'm looking for mine. You wrote notes. I, it's an hour and a half episode, dude. I'm going. I have priorities here. <laughs> y'all, y'all drop some. I have zero knowledge. Um, give me a second. I found. Okay, I think he muted himself to listen to it. So I think it's just, yeah, you and I, Zach. Um, I guess. That's how a show should be. So, so, <laughs> so the, uh, Zach, I don't know how we want to structure <laughs> next, week, next week. Oh, maybe he's back. He's back. Okay, okay. So you, y'all <laughs> tell me. I'm going to play it through the mic. Y'all tell me if this was accurate because I know people were uh, off, off the shit uh, before people saw this movie. So I predict that Wonder Woman 1984, nine? Four. Four? is going to have an 84 on Rotten Tomatoes within Is that real? Did that no. happen? Are you no. sure? Are you no, sure? It, it I will double check. I might have had it for a time, but I it actually had a very high initial score. Well, I added And then for I, some reason all they added a shit ton of reviews. Okay, uh, I put a time dropped. qualifier on it. It's at like 60, I think. Was, first 3 hours of going up. Was it an 84? It we'll honestly was probably someday. it was honestly probably higher. It's currently at a sixty, but that movie was at like an eighty-eight, I think, after like the first initial reviews. You know what movie does have an eighty-four on Rotten Tomatoes? The Raid, and The Raid <laughs> Two, which I watched recently. One of the coolest action movies I've ever fucking seen. That's a side note. Don't worry about it though. Really cool Indonesian action movie though. Awesome, awesome kung fu karate shit. I think it's karate actually. I don't really know the difference. Um, karate, they, they do a lot of cool shit. It's very violent. This girl walks around right. with two hammers. And she's Brian, are you listening for more predictions? Or oh no, he I gave up. Phone. Uh, nothing <laughs> yeah, good no, in that there. Just hard. me. That seemed hard for you to go in there and just find your three predictions. It was fucking impossible, like, but I found one and two, so I'm chilling. Uh, suicide. I predicted Suicide Squad would have a banger, um, Rotten Tomato score, and it didn't come out. So whatever. <laughs> um, so where are we now? Sorry, I was looking at. Uh, I was You're looking good. at the board. I think like Zach's about just, to give his hot recommendation. I'm really excited. I, I'm I very curious. Uh, do you guys know about uh, the Boondocks? Yes, I do. <laughs> um, would I call this an anime? Kinda. Hey, that's about, exactly. That's what I call it. I, I guess mean, it's 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 aping that style. It's a good uh, show. Yeah, I mean they got it's pretty fucking funny, uh, and it's really smart. Regina King is play is the voice of both of these little central kids uh, and they're both very different characters too so it kind of gives her an even bigger opportunity to shine um, and you know R.I.P. John Witherspoon is the voice of uh, Granddad and he's also amazing but the whole show is just really smart uh, it's got a lot of um, you know clever commentary and uh, just really memorable side characters to go along with like the main three uh, I've binged like three seasons of it over the past few weeks uh, and I'm just in love with it. I heard season four is a bit of dip in quality because the creator left. But also there's rumors that season five is still happening, even though John Witherspoon died. I haven't like seen that confirmed. 
or at least I assumed it wasn't going to happen anymore on HBO Max. But then I read a Consequence of Sound article today that's like talking about the most anticipated shows of 2020. And Boondocks was, season five was on there. So I don't know if they know something I don't. Um, but that would be cool, even though he's dead. So I kind of have mixed feelings about it, whether or not they recast him or just write him out. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Boondocks is great. Can't recommend it enough. Also, I've been watching Better Call Saul. But, you know, you guys already know a whole bunch Ooh. about that. Dude, when you said, when you said uh, you're watching like an anime... I thought because you and Toby have been hanging out, he got into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I don't know oh, if you know. Oh, he's been talking this. about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh god, is Zach uh, is Zach uh, breaching that horizon? And uh, dude, my my roommates all uh, my roommates Jake, Adam, and Noah all binge Death Note. Um, so good I, one. Know, I might have might have to get on that one. That's I, a fun one. That's that's a fun that's a fun as hell show. Running around yelling quotes from that for the past few months. Um, <laughs> You know, your your house does a lot of running around and quoting. There's a lot of inside jokes. Texas Diner. I I don't know exactly her name, but Misa Asame or whatever her this one girl's name is. They really like her. Um, Yeah, got a nice infatuation with her. Apparently, (laughs) did they Um, have have they done like the take this potato chip and eat it bit? (laughs) No, they said that Matsuda a a lot. Okay. Anytime they want to get someone's attention at the top of their lungs, they scream the name Matsuda. Uh, but that's that's the most common one. Uh, but yeah, I might have to get on that one. But honestly, I mean, the, the Boondocks. Uh, I mean, even with the anime style, it's actually making me appreciate it more with the fight scenes. There's actual like fight scenes in Boondocks because like the cool thing about Huey, who's like yeah. the ten year old, he's the more socially conscious one of the brothers, um, and like m- like really mature for his age or whatever. Um, you know, telling people like that Ronald Reagan's the devil and stuff. Like he's pretty, he's pretty great. Pretty um, based for the time. I man. know he really is. Uh, <laughs> his, his grand granddad yells at me. He goes, you are you, are you telling white people the truth again? Can't do that. Like it's, <laughs> it's really, I've never really seen good, but he also, he knows he's a martial arts guy too. Like he loves martial arts or whatever. So anytime he gets into a fight, which isn't often cause he's usually the calm one. Uh, it's, it's pretty sick. Um, so they got, it actually has some cool fight scenes. I've never seen anything from the show, so when I'm getting that it's a Western animation stealing like the art design of a anime, it's it, it feels like uh, stealing seems like a, a it's weird not word entirely it's, like, it's, like an, it's like an homage. It I don't mean, like I don't mean, like it, I don't mean it negatively. It. It's a yeah. very um, it's like a detailed animation style that is kind of reminiscent of anime. You've I probably wish, seen it before. You probably I, can, seen I it. like this all, animation a lot. I wish all Western studios would do what they're doing because that's like my biggest downside to watching most like American made animated shows is I hate the animation style. So you're saying yeah. Rick and Morty's animation was not just <laughs> breathtaking to you? Yeah. Are you telling me you don't like fucking Brickleberry or whatever the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was another well, thing. I didn't talk about Rick and Morty season four. I did like Rick and Morty season four. I thought the second half of season four, which was in 2020, was better than the first half and still one of my favorite shows. So that's some reason you know, I just late, can't bring myself to watch it. I did like that. Um, my recommendation is a new show on Netflix called Lupin. It's a French uh, heist show. Uh, there's not <laughs> there's not much new to watch right now and I saw people talking about it and it's only five episodes uh, this like French what, what what's your what's your look I, for, I, Brian? Thought, I thought this was a I thought this was like an adaptation of like Lupin the third but no it's it's Lupin the third's an anime uh, no it's uh, not yeah no I mean Arsene Lupin is a is, an, is a 
It's not an anime. But no. <laughs> yeah, and he like he like was obsessed with that book when he was a kid, and he's kind of like taken his his style and rule book and used it in real life. And I just enjoy Heist a lot, um, and it's been fun. Uh, the Omar Sai is the actor, and he's he's great. Uh, very fun to watch. Um, that's it for my recommendation. Um, my recommendation probably gonna be um I think you should it, also recommend Boondocks uh, Boondocks is pretty fucking good actually I mean I could recommend 13 I already talked about it uh, Madison's cat Peach what a fucking little creature I love that thing like Madison has his so, cat and it slept on me sometimes and it would let me hold it and it made me mm-hmm. want a cat so shout out to Peach so, you're the number one what are you recommending I do with Peach? What's the recommend? <laughs> you fucking drive to Texas and you look at her, you slow blink at her so she knows you're cool, and then you become best friends. Slow blink. <laughs> I'll get right um, on that. Before Brian wraps it up, I just wanted to say I miss both of you. I, I miss, miss you guys the group. Too. Yeah. The shit. So I've kind of liked my space. <laughs> I I drove like 18 hours. I, I, I drove an 11 hour trip in one day and I, and I liked it. <laughs> I like doing it. <laughs> Listening to podcasts, cool. you know. I can't wait till we all got that, that stimmy and that yeah, vaccine dude. so we can all sit around the, the, the table again, yeah. sit around the, the proverbial campfire yeah. of, of podcasting and just kind of, you know, look into each other's eyes for real, though. Like when we uh, give our hot takes in the days of old, content cue days of old. Yeah. Well, that would just be swell. Yeah, I think that's a just one does it, right? Yeah, I'm sure it will. So, where are we? Uh, we got anything else? Are we uh, till next time or <laughs> till next, next time? time. Yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll be we'll be back next week confirmed. Big, uh, barring <laughs> Big some insane fucking uh, epic conundrum. Uh, have a good one, folks. Have a good year. Um, Congrats on uh, making it through 2020. Uh, May this one be just as bad. See ya. (laughs)